Blog Talk Radio. All About Us Radio is... Hi, everyone. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. All About Us Radio is sponsored by Roger and Shavonna Johnson and the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation. You can like us on Facebook at All About Us Radio Media Group or follow us on Instagram at CJAAUTV Radio. Also, check out our website at www.wejfoundation.org or give us a call at 631-521-7699. Thank you for tuning in to All About Us Radio. Good evening, all about us radio. This is your um this is show is sponsored by our by our beautiful and lovely Roger and Shavana Johnson Senior. The Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Butter Me Essentials, Rococo Design Interior, All About Us Media Production Group T V Radio and Magazine, which you can find at www.wejfoundation.org. I'm your host, Kennedy Hardaway, and I'd like to welcome you all to All About Us, Urban Suite. Today I'm sitting with the talented artist, St. Vaughn. I had a chance to talk to him earlier this week. Hey, are you there? Hey, what's going on? I'm here. Hi, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. Thank you for joining us. Absolutely, absolutely. All righty. Okay, so I'm just going to jump to the questions and everything. I have a question. So describe your music style to us briefly. Um, I, I would have to say uh, it's, it's kind of like hip-hop meets 
R&B type of soul, you know? That's, yeah. That's, that's what I have to give you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yep. Okay. I like it. I like it. All right. So what was your big, biggest problem, like the biggest problem that you overcame so far in your in your in your career? Um, I would have to say, um, as of right now, uh writing. Writing would uh would have been one of those biggest things for me. Um, you know, just trying to be relevant within, you know, what's going on in music now, um, and how to introduce my style, you know, to what your R and B and, you know, hip hop is, um, you know, in two thousand nineteen. So that I would say that that would be one of my things, uh, you know, uh, starting out, you know, as an artist, you know, writing. But you know, once I once I figure that out, you know, everything is you know pretty much smooth sailing now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, in your most recent song, which is uh, "Hold My Hand," correct or love? Yeah, um, so we released uh, Hold My Hand uh, last year, and we released uh, Your Love. Your Love is my most recent single. All right, and how did you like that um, that music-making um, process when you were making um, those two songs? Oh, man, that, that uh, I mean, we, we could start with Hold My Hand. Hold My Hand was, was definitely a, a great experience for me, uh, and that's that's kind of what I was speaking of. Um, with like the songwriting process, um, you know, before I, I, as in writing music, um, it was a struggle for me sometimes to just sit down and, you know, say, you know, I'm going to spend 30 minutes, you know, trying to write a song. And it's just like, you know, I was having a block, you know, with writing. Um, but, you know, with Hold My Hand, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say I was going through something, but at, at that time, you know, when I, when I sat down with one of my producers and, you know, we, we built the track up, you know, uh, and just putting the beat together and, you know, all of the melodic, uh, you know, notes on the song, uh, you know, the breaks and stuff like that. You know, when I sat down to actually write to this song, I was able to write the song in like, I don't know, five to ten minutes. Um, top to bottom, you know, whereas, you know, when I first, you know, started writing, you know, it, it was a struggle. It was like sometimes I couldn't get to, to the third line in the first verse, you know, of a song. So, you know, just kind of tapping into to what I was going through, um, you know, previously, um, I was able to just write that song and, and more or less put it in, in, in a way of, you know, where everyone could relate. You know, I think everybody's been through a, a hold my hand relationship, you know, with, with someone, you know, before. And, you know, I've been through relationship ups and downs and, you know, things of that nature. Um, and I would have to say, you know, with doing the song Your Love, um, Your Love was uh, actually a collaboration that I did with uh, with a local producer um, here in Durham. He goes by Queese. Um, that, that was definitely a dope concept. Uh, super fun to put out there, uh, it, and it and both songs kind of uh, kind of relate to each other a little bit, and it you know it speaks of you know just um, you know uh, relationship woes really, uh, you know your love is is about you know uh, a young man that realizes that you know I've, I've made mistakes and you know I've I've done wrong and you know you you've made your mistakes as well and you know we're both kind of taking our faults. But, you know, at the end of the day, somebody has to be that person that, that decides that, you know, I'm, I'm going to go that, that extra mile to be there, you know, no matter what, you know, especially if, if I see where it's, it's, you know, it's worth, it's worth our love. So, you know, that that's why the song is called Your Love, you know, uh, just just not wanting to see, you know, another relationship go down the drain. You know? Yeah. Okay, so in this writing, uh, did you reflect on um, your youth as a teenager when you was writing in um, the song, these songs? <laughs> no, nah, uh, this is this is uh, this is actually me in, in, in my twenties. You know, current. You know, it's it's, it's pretty current. Um, so, you know, a lot of my uh, a lot of my experience as a teenager, you you actually get to hear on on the album um, that I'm releasing in October, uh, transitions and decisions. So, you know, some of that is, you know, even from single-digit ages, you know, uh, like 1 to 10, you know, you'll get to hear some of that, and you know, from like 10 to 20, and now, you know, 10, 
temp uh, 20 plus, you know. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to bringing that out for y'all for sure. All right, you said your album's coming out when? It'll actually be October, October 19th. October here in 19th. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all hear that? Is it gonna be on uh, what what platforms will it be on? All music media platforms. All righty. Okay, so um, what do you enjoy the most about being an artist, and what do you hate the most? Um, Let me see. What do I love the most about being an artist? Um, I mean, being able to make your own decisions, that's that's one of the most important things to me, you know, as what, what I write about and, you know, uh, people that I, you know, uh, I'm doing collaboration with, you know, being able to sit right there in the studio and, you know, put put together the music, you know, as producers, you know, chopping the beat or, you know, different musicians or, you know, making making the making the music itself. That's that's one of the best things uh, to me, um, being able to be a part of, you know, of all of that, um, you know, just the actual music making process, because you got a lot of artists that. You know, and I, I don't knock it. You know, I don't see it as a problem. But, you know, you got a lot of artists that, you know, pretty much, you know, kind of pull up to the studio. Somebody hands them the song. They they learn the concept of the song and, you know, and, and they just follow through with that, you know. But for me, you know, I, I like more of the organic, you know, hands-on, you know. Uh, this is how I want the downbeat to be. You know, you, you're just more more in, in control, you know. And that yeah. that's one of my favorite parts of being an artist. Um one of the parts that I hate, you know, sometimes is just, you know, kind of going through, uh, going going through the process of it, you know, what I mean, kind of being stuck on a song or, you know, not really being able to finish a project like how you want to, or, you know, just some days you might go into the studio and, you know, you might be in there two or three hours, you know what I mean, but some some sessions are not always a good session, you know what I mean, like if you can't really, uh, sometimes sometimes you can kind of be in in the middle of um, you know, actually going through uh, a situation that, that you're singing about or that you're rapping about, you know what I mean? And sometimes, you know, you can't, you're, you're kind of dealing with the situation so much that, you know, sometimes it, it gives you a block, you know what I mean? So it's like sometimes you got to ride the situation out, you know, uh, to, to actually be able to, you know, rap or, or sing about it, you know what I mean? So sometimes, you know, that that's, that's what I hate uh, sometimes about being an artist, you know, because for me, you know, my music is, is, is real, it's is organic, it's, it's what's really happening, you know, in life, you know, the good and the bad, you know what I mean? So, you know, sometimes it, it can just be a be a block on that, you know what I mean? I'll I, I never give y'all music that I, have, I either haven't experienced or been a part of or, you know, I, I was there, you know what I mean, for it. So, you know, sure. Well, okay, reflecting on um, music from... Um, the past and hearing music today, um, what do you feel is missing um, in like music creativity? Um, I think I think what what is missing is um, the the genuineness of actually um, being the person that is being portrayed as a, as an artist. You know. I think um, I think in the industry, um, a lot of times people um, shy away from artists that you know that that keep it real, or you know sometimes it's it's maybe just a, a little bit too much, you know, for them. You know what I mean? So you get a lot of the um, you know the mumble rap or you know the bubblegum songs and you know stuff like that, and it's just like you know within this day and time because we bring so many artists. Um, into the industry that, you know, maybe they can't rap that well or maybe they don't sing that well, but they got that look or this is somebody that, you know, we can kind of manipulate into being the type of artist that we want them to be. You know what I mean? Those are the people that a lot of times end up on top, you know, the person that that got that look or, you know, they kind of got that buzz, but, you know, sometimes they don't don't know the first damn thing about really being an artist, you know what I mean? They're not really an artist. You know, sometimes they just, uh, you know, they they uh, they man-made. You know, that's what I call it. You know, so yeah, that that's that's what I think. Uh, that's what I think is is uh, is missing. You know, and it's like we put those people into position 
And it's just like, you know, people that, you know, do sit down and, you know, they, they write their they write their music and, you know, they, they take the time to, you know, sit down at the piano or whatever and, and give that music that we used to have, you know, that, that was so real at, at one time that it's just like shit. Even if you didn't like hip hop or R and B or gospel or, you know, what whatever it is that you listen to, at at one time it was just like you know this this is this is the only thing that this person does so it's just like everything that that is being put on the microphone this is like you know this 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 is real stuff like i can really relate to it like i feel what this person is you know i i feel what this person is saying on on this track you know what i'm saying like I, i've been there or, you know i've seen these situations it's just like in in this day and time you know everything is you know it's it's kind of microwavable you know what i mean so you know, it's kind of like uh, here today and gone tomorrow, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what are um, some of your favorite, like, what's some of your favorite, favorite music and some artists that you encourage, encourage that, that encourages your music? Oh, man, that's, that's a great question. Um, sure. I, I would have to say um, definitely uh, Tupac, you know, big up to him. Uh I had to say Jay Z, um, Anthony Hamilton, uh uh R. P. Nipsey Hussle, uh, I mean it's 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 so many. James Brown, um, you know, that's those are those are people to me that, you know, really uh really gave it a hundred, you know, uh always. Um I have to say Kanye West. I'm 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 really big into uh production. You know, I'm I'm uh I'm I'm huge on that. Rick Ross. Um, Meek Meek Mill, you know, uh, that that's that's one thing um, that that I'll say um, as far as me, uh, it's, it's it's definitely a it's definitely a mixture, you know, of, of hip hop and R and B. Yeah. You know, yeah. For so I mean, you know, that that's that's what I like, you know, in R and B, I like to have that, uh, you know, I, I like to have that beat. You know, what I mean, that's 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 really that's really important. You know, you you hear a lot more of the beat and and hip hop music. You know, what I mean, and that's that's what I grew up on. You know, so it's like when you listen to my to you know some of my music, I I want you to be able to feel it, feel the beat as well as you can feel you know the the music you know as well. You know, and I I think that's why I rock with you know certain certain artists like like Ross and, and Nipsey. You know guys like that because you know they're they're real big on on production as well as having you know those other instruments in there you know like the strings and you know the piano and stuff like that you know um, and I, I mentioned Anthony Hamilton I always looked up to him you know big up to you know homie holding it down for North Carolina you know he always brought that that southern you know that southern sound you know that that southern funk you know and that's that's what I'm all about as, as an artist for sure. So let's talk about okay. So some of the um, artists you named, Tupac was one of them. Oh, what was some of the most influ- influential songs uh, Tupac rapped, um, and what singled him out to be different to you? Um, I, I would have to say, uh, like, like Dear Mama. That was uh, that was that was definitely a, a big one. Um, uh, like Keep Your Head Up. That was that was definitely a hit too. Um, shoot, uh, how you want it, you know what I mean? Like, uh, a lot of those was, uh, was, was definitely fire, um, uh, Gangster Party, you know, a lot of that, like, listening, listening to Tupac's music, yeah, it, it was, it was definitely hip-hop, but I definitely heard, like, a lot of the R&B, you know, in there, you know, it's like, you know, you, you get, you get the, um, the delivery of the voice, but at the same time, like you, you can hear a lot of the pain, you know, in in the music. You know what I mean? It, it wasn't just about bragging about, you know, what I've obtained and, you know, like, you know, how far I've, I've gone and stuff like that. It's just like, you know, you it's it's like a lot of times you see a lot of artists they come out and it's like, you know, they they super hungry and you know I'm talking about you know all the things that I that I've been through and this and that. And it's just like, you know, once they get that deal, it's just like, you know, everything is butter now. So. You know, all I talk about is is the good days that I'm living now. You know, it's it's it's, it's almost given like um you know once once I once I get the deal, you know, all all of the bad days is gone. And it's like that's that's not true. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what I feel like you know separated Tupac from a lot of people because 
you know, Tupac was one of those artists that that still stay connected to the to the real people. You see what I'm saying? The the, the people that's actually buying the music. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not not just the people that you know just hear Tupac one time and it's just like all of a sudden you you a fan. You know what I mean? But it's like a lot of them songs. If you're not really living life and you're not living in this same you know spectrum, like living in this same world that everybody else lives in, it's just like a lot of that music like you can't connect to. You see what I'm saying? So you know that that's what I feel like you know separates separates Tupac from from a lot of the other artists you know, from, from back then, you know, at, at that time, which is, which is why, you know, I referenced a lot of other, uh, you know, hip hop artists that, that are still in the game now, you see what I'm saying? A lot of them are still connected, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break and listen to hold my hand. Sure. Uh, we'll be right back to continue talking to St. Vaughn. Let's do it.
Welcome back to All About Our Sweet with your host, me, Kendra Hardaway, talking with our celebrity guest, St. Vaughn. If you have any questions, call in 516-453-9957. And that is 516-453-9957. St. Vaughn, are you here? I'm here. Are you? Okay. Hey. Uh, that was actually a great song. I lo- I love that song. That was one of my favorite ones from you that I listened to. Um, Thank you. So, uh, um, uh, music has crossed so many genres. Uh, what are some artists you're looking forward to working with? Oh, man. Uh, so right now, I would definitely have to say I, I love to get, uh, I actually love to get Ross on a, uh, on a track or two. Uh, that, that'll be dope. Um, I love to work with uh work with Meek Mill. Um man, it it, it definitely would have been tough um uh, to do something with Nipsey, you know, before his passing. Um man, it, it it would be dope to do something with Anthony. Uh Anthony Hamilton, uh shoot, John Legend, uh I had to say Drake. It's it's uh it's it's a whole lot of people. Kanye for sure. I, I grew up on Kanye. Um yeah. And the list, the list, uh, the list goes on. You said who? Oh, you said the I list said goes the list. on. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, the list goes on. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. So, um, what would be some of your advice to anyone who is aspiring to be an artist like you? Uh, what are the do's and don'ts of the music business? Um, the do's and don'ts to the music business, um, man, and, and music. You know, you definitely don't want to let nobody, you know, distract you from, you know, your your destiny. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, more or less, you got to be able to, you know, make make a plan. You know what I mean? You make a plan, you write it down, make a goal. You know, you gotta you gotta follow through with it. You know, it's 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 levels to everything. You know, it's and it's and it's like, you know, if if you don't take the time to write down your plan and your goals, you know, sometimes you you can make that mark. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, sometimes you can get to that mark and it's like, you know, sometimes people get comfortable, you know. Um and, you know, it it's 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 always something that, you know, that's gonna come out that's gonna be a little bit better than yours or, you know, it might sound a little bit better than yours or, you know, whatever. You know, you gotta you gotta stay focused on your own plate, you know what I mean, and don't let nobody distract you from, from what it is that you're trying to do. And realize that anything is obtainable. You know what I mean? If you're willing to work for it. So, you know, always put in work, you know, do what you got to do. Stay pure. Stay pure to your heart. You know what I mean? And uh, don't don't forget your soul. You always got to remember where your soul is at or you can lose yourself, you know? That's that, that's what I would say to, to any artist, you know? So, uh, um, starting your music business, mm-hmm. um, besides the writing issue, um, the, um, the writing issues, what was the most uh-huh. challenging and frustrating part about starting? Um, actually starting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that that's 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 the thing, you know, is actually starting, you know. Um a l't of times, you know, I would look at it as, you know, uh I I don't know where to start at, you know what I mean? Do I just start singing? Like do I tell people that I can sing? Like where you know, where do I go? That that was always one of my biggest uh, one of my biggest feats is actually just starting, you know what I'm saying, or just following through or, you know, um, just wanting to get in the studio or, you know, whatever. Because, um, you know, coming up, you know, I, I grew up at church, you know what I mean, but I was never um, I was never one of the people that, you know, would be the first to, you know, jump on a solo, you know, or something like that or, you know, want, wanting to sing in front of people, you know, at church, you know what I mean? I, I never really wanted to be a gospel artist, but that was, you know, um, you know, one of the biggest, one of the biggest um, influences as far as music at a young age. So I think, you know, with that and not really having that outlet um, directly to um, R&B music where I can actually, you know, write and sing and, and record and do R&B music, you know, I think that's what um, kind of stopped me at an early age from being a singer you know, at, at that time, you know, so it's just like, you know, I kind of focus on some other things uh, coming up 
Um, and then, you know, I, I, um, I, I sat down one day and I was thinking, and I was just like, man, like if I don't start this now, if I don't get it started now, then, you know, it, it, it might not never happen. You know, I, I'll be sitting here making excuses all the time about, you know, why I didn't do this or why I didn't do that or why I haven't started this or why I haven't started that. So, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I called up one of the homies one day and I was like, yo, man, you know, I, I want you to make some music for me. I want you to make a track for me, you know, uh, and, I, and I really want to take it serious, you know. It's like two years before I did, uh, I did hold my hand. You know, I I had done a couple songs, wrote a, wrote a few things, and you know, you know, uh, got got a couple tracks off of YouTube, you know, stuff like that, and got in the studio and, and recorded. And it was like when I recorded it, I felt good about it. It was cool, but it wasn't exactly what I wanted yet. You know, and I was just like, man, I, I got to do something from scratch. So you know, I hit up one of the homies. Um, shout out to him, Doc Hargrove. Uh, you know, from from North Carolina, uh, he was the one that made the whole my hand track, and uh, you know, I, I told him the way that I wanted it to sound, you know, the key that I wanted it to be in, you know, how I wanted the beat, and and we literally, you know, we literally built built the beat from scratch, and I, I think that was one of those things that made writing that song so easy for me, you know, because I was already in that um, in that idea of you know what what my heart was feeling, like what my mind was feeling at that time with the music, you know what I mean? So it was like, you know, selecting that track was super easy, you know, um, whereas um, just jumping on YouTube and, you know, finding a track and, and writing to that, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I wanted to have my own. So it was like, you know, once I once I wrote that song, you know, I jumped in the studio and I did it. And just sitting back and listening to it, it's like, you know, like, damn, you know, I I did that. You know what I mean? I, I'm just like, man, I, I want to do more, you know? So it was like once I once I did that song, um, you know, we went and we shot a video for it and, and we put it out there. Um, and, you know, I was able to connect with uh, with my manager uh, at EM um, uh, Enterprise. Uh, entertainment. Shout out to my manager Tony. Uh, shout out to her. She was able to to make this whole process, you know, um, start up for me, and and we built it from there. So you know, being able to jump on a couple stages and, and go and perform, you know, this song as well as you know a couple of other songs that I've done, you know, to get out there and let people actually listen to it and, and see what I can do. I mean, it, it felt amazing, and and it was like you know when I jumped up on that stage. I'm like, man, damn, I, I I can do this. I can do this forever, like for the rest of my life, you know what I mean? To see how yeah. I snap, and I and, and I wrote I wrote a song out of what I was feeling, you know what I mean? And, and out of what I was going through, and to jump up on that stage and perform that, hell, I felt like being on the stage. I felt like I was in that room by myself. You see what I'm saying? I I felt the same feeling that I felt when I was sitting down writing the song, but to look out over the crowd and like see people like rocking and and, and moving to the music, you know what I mean? Like. It, it was dope, you know, especially to see a lot of the hip-hop, you know, heads in the, in the room, like, vibing to it, too. I was like, man, damn, like, you know, I, I think I can really do this, you know? Yeah. So, so sure. you, up on some, uh, you said you uh, grew up listening to gospel music, and it opened you up to your love of music growing up to it, yeah. with it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so, are the, are, do you plan on doing any crossovers with the gospel artists, and what artists? Would you want to do crossovers with from gospel? Um, shoot. If I was to do a, a crossover, um, shoot, I'd probably have to say um, like Mally Music. Uh, Mally Music, he's he's dope. Uh, he he's more or less like like a contemporary contemporary gospel. Uh, he's he's really like like a mix, like contemporary gospel, uh, R and B, um, almost um, like uh, alternative music, I, I guess so to speak. That's that, that's one of the crazy things about the industry right now because it's like you have so many uh, artists, you know, indie artists now that um, are able to be a lot more free with their music, you know what I mean? So it's just like they're having to create genres to put people in, you know, and I, and, and I, and I really like that. You know, at, at first I didn't quite understand it, you know, but it's like at, at this point in time really being able to see people, you know, be free and write whatever it is that they want. You know what I mean? Like you writing it for the fans, you know what I mean? So yeah. you know, to 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 be able to do that, you know, it's it's super dope. Um, but I, I would have to say Miley music, um, as well as maybe uh like Zacardi Cortez, you know. Uh I I would do something with him. Um 
Sure. I mean, hell, while we at it, um, I, I would probably have to say uh, Fantasia as well. That that she she would be somebody uh, dope that I wouldn't mind doing something with. You know, I know that she um, you know, I know that she does a little gospel music as well. So yeah. Okay, I love Molly music. So I completely, I'm here for that one. <laughs> yeah, for sure, um, for sure. Uh, at your lowest point, how do you encourage yourself? <laughs> at, at my lowest point, how do I encourage myself? Um, I, I would have to say um, just staying focused. You know what I mean? I think... I think at times when, you know, when I do feel like, you know, I'm, I'm at the bottom or, or whatever, I have to sit down and I think about, like, my accomplishments. And it's like a lot of my greatest accomplishments that, you know, um, you know, in my life has come from my lowest points. You know what I mean? It's, it's come from points in my life where people didn't know what the hell I was going through or, you know, things that that have happened in my past, you know. Um, you know, uh, death and family or, you know, uh, losing money, missing opportunities, you know, this and that, you know, um, man, like I, I sit back and I think about that and it's just like, you know, like, man, I wouldn't have made it to that opportunity without missing something or without losing something or without going through something. So it's just like, you know, damn, you know, if I, if I did it then, you know, why can't I do it now? You know, um, it, it, it kind of reminds me of, uh, time, you know, and this this was super crazy. I remember um sure a couple years ago, um I was contacted by uh management um Cat Williams and you know uh at this time, you know, I was a you know striving barber and I and I, I still am, you know. Uh I was contacted, uh, they reached out to me. Um Cat Williams was coming to North Carolina to do a show and um and they said, you know, yo, we would love to have you come out you know, Cat Williams, he checked out your page. He looked through a lot of barbers in North Carolina, Virginia, and South Carolina, and he chose you. He wants you to come out, chop him up, you know what I mean, do your thing, and, you know, we'll have you here at the show. We'll accommodate you, you know, this and that. Whatever you need, you know, come through. Um, but the problem with this was is when I actually saw this message um, in my DM, it was actually like two days after the event. So Cat Williams came to North Carolina. He did his show. I never saw the message until two days after he had already come and, and gone. So it was just like, man, damn, you know, how do, how do you miss that type of opportunity? You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm just like, man, you know, I, I, I could have taken that as, as a bad thing. Like, man, that, that'll that never happen again, you know. But I, I took it like, you know, you know, I, I was slipping a little bit, you know, and I, I decided I'm like, you know, you, you got to get yourself together and be more on top of your business, be ready for those opportunities and be prepared, you know what I mean? So I got myself together, you know, made sure that, you know, checking my messages more more often. And uh, it was like a couple months later, you know, I was contacted by, um, you know, Maxwell's management. Um, you know, I was able to uh, to cut him up, and you know, it was like one of the one of the first um, you know celebrity uh, you know opportunities that that I've I've had, and uh, you know, it's it's like it's been building from there, you know, uh, ever since. So it's just like you know, if I kind of let that bum me out, you know, at that at that first time, that first opportunity, you know, I I, I might would have missed even the second opportunity, or, or maybe somebody else would have had their chance. So. It's just like you know when I'm when I'm in my low when I'm in my low moments I'm just like man I can't I can't focus on on what's low I got to focus on what's in front of me you know what I mean because if it's like a, if I stay focused on what has already happened you know what I mean when when something else come along I ain't gonna be prepared for that neither you know yeah for sure so um, what is the strongest message you want to tell young men who are struggling emotionally trying to find their purpose. And how would you encourage them to focus on being a positive, um, on focus on um, focus on being positive to reach their goals? Okay. Um, one one thing that I would say um, for them is you have to know like what what's inside of you, what what makes you tick, what what makes you grind, what makes you wake up in the morning. What's the reason why you know you 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 put that shirt on? What's the reason why you know you you lace them shoes up? What's the reason why you go to work every day? You know you go to class every day. You know you you are a father. What's you know what what makes you move in that way? 
you know, what what makes you what makes you happy, what makes you feel complete. And it's like once you figure out those things, you know, what what I've done over the years is is, you know, solely and it's you know, because I, I didn't grow up with a father, you know what I mean? So I didn't you know, I, I didn't always have those type of uh, influential, you know, guiding, um, you know, fatherly figures in my life. So, you know, I had to look to, you know, a couple of different people, you know, on my own and, and find people that were in places where I wanted to be. So it's like, you know, once I was able to figure out what makes me happy, what what, what makes me feel complete, you know, I, I found, you know, people that I looked up to, you know what I mean? And, and I kind of patterned myself you know, after them, you know what I mean? And, 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 you know, take it as, you know, when you look up to somebody, you know, uh, mentorship wise, you got to understand that those people are human, just like you are, you know what I mean? And you look at a lot of the goals and things that they've reached in life. And it's like, you take those things that, you know, have encouraged them. And, and it's kind of like gumbo. You, you, you take what works for you. And, and, you know, some of these things that have worked for other people, and you put that stuff together, you know what I mean? And you and you let those things work for you. That's why it's very important to to write down your ideas and write down your goals and, and your plans. You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes you can get lost within those things. So it's like once you find these these things that are uh encouragement to you or these things that lift you up or these things that, that make you complete you know, as a person, then you can take and, and add more things on top of what you need to build to that next level. So, you know, it's like I, I took those mentorships and, you know, things of that nature and, and I added it in to what I already had going on. And, you know, that's that's what made me um, who, who I am today. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it's kind of like um, I looked up to um, – you know, like like the great James Brown. You know, looking at a lot of the things that that um you know that that he went through in his life and how he never let those things stop him. Even though he went through you know so many you know other things in life, you know he he never let that stop him from bringing you know his his best you know his his upper you know his upper self to the industry. You know what I mean? And that and that really impacted us. So it's just like, you know, looking at somebody like him that impacted the music industry so much, it's like, yo, what was it that it took to, you know, to make him such an influential person and make an impact on the people? You see what I'm saying? So I, I had to take those things into consideration and, and say, you know, what is it that is about ST that makes, you know, makes an impact in people's lives, an impact in my community, an impact you know, in my children's life and my family and my friends, you know what I mean? And I, and I took that stuff and, and, and I'm running with it, you know? So that that's that's what I would say. You know, you, you got to figure out, you know, what, what makes you who you are, you know, and totally understanding yourself in and out, you know what I mean? And once you figure it out, you can't let nobody sway you on that, you know what I mean? So, you know, be, 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 be influential and, and, you know, and figure out what is it about you that makes an impact on other people. Therefore, when you have times where, you know, where you're down and out, you can look back and say, you know, damn, back in 2012, I made an impact when I did this and that. You know, in 2015, I did this and, and that made an impact there. You know, it's, it's, it's really like, you know, leaving your carbon mark on, on the earth, you know. And it's like when you step somewhere, you want to make sure that you're bringing it, you know, 100% every time. You know what I mean? So when when you look back on it, it's it's almost like people can't people can't erase what you've done. You know what I mean? Because you were solid. You know. So that's that, that's what I would say to the uh, to to the young man. You know, that's that's trying to make it um, to that uh, to that next level. You know what I mean? You can't look at what you don't have. You got to look at what you do have. You know what I mean, and, and I look at your hands and realize, you know what what can be done by your hand. You know, for sure. Okay, so St. Vaughn. Mhm. Um, who is your biggest fans, and what message would you like to leave them? <laughs> who is my biggest friend? Uh, I, I would have to say um, two of, two of my biggest fans are, are my daughters. Uh, Rihanna and Princess Wagstaff. Um, I, I love them dearly. Uh, we was riding in the car the other day, and uh, and they was like, uh, "Daddy, we was looking through uh, some of your videos on YouTube, 
and um and, and we saw somebody uh, left a comment and you know and they said you know wow st you know this, this song is fire you know we, we can't wait to uh to do a collab with you and i'm just like man you know my, my daughters are young you know seven to ten and they took the time out to look on my page and keep me updated on you know the comments you know what i mean and you know going through the likes and, and this and that you know, so I, I would have to say, you know, to me, those those are my two biggest fans, and you know, those are those are really the ones that 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 make me wake up in the morning. You know what I mean? Because it's like no matter what Daddy going through or or what's happening, you know what I mean? They they always give me something good, you know, to focus on. You know, so um, those those are my biggest fans, and what I would say to them is, you know, to my daughters, y'all y'all the reason why y'all the reason why I'm on this interview now. You know what I mean? Because, you know, when I look back, you know, when I look back on my life, you know, when I'm dead and gone, I, I can say, you know, look look what I did for my kids and, you know, all of the, you know, adversities that, you know, that, that I've overcome, you know, in my life and how I didn't let it stop me and, and the music that I left behind in the industry and how I've impacted people. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh to bringing something in this next album that you know that they'll be able to sit back and listen to and play for their own kids and grandkids. So, you know, to them, I I would have to say uh thank you for uh, keeping me encouraged. You know, for sure. I love y'all. I know they're listening. That is super yeah. sweet, Estevan. Thank you for coming to All About Us um Radio Urban Suite. Um, it has been a pleasure yep. speaking to you. Um, please leave us with an inspirational message closing out. Um, and can you tell our listeners how they can find you on social media? For sure, for sure. You can find me on social media. You can find me on Instagram as Voice of ST, uh, as well as uh, you can find me on um, on Facebook, um, Sounds of ST on Facebook. Um, and on YouTube, you can look me up, ST Vaughn, capital S, capital T. Uh, Vaughn, V-A-U-G-H-N, and on all music media platforms, it's S-T Vaughn, capital S, capital T, V-A-U-G-H-N. Um, and one message I will always I'll leave is stay pure. Make sure you're leaving an impact, you know, on, on you know, your followers' lives, you know what I mean? And, and don't let nothing stop you. All right. Thank you all for listening to All About Us Urban Suite. Uh, with your host, Kennedy Hardaway. Stay tuned um, as we'll have more celebrity guests coming soon. Thank you. Thank the sponsors, and I'll be signing off. We'll be listening to Your Love by S.T. Vaughn. All right.
everyone. I am Shavana Johnson, CEO and founder of All About Us Global Media Productions Group, TV, radio, and magazine. CEO of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, Incorporated. We are a 501c3 organization on a mission to educate, engage, and mentor our parents and teens in communities on current issues surrounding our youth. Today, we are asking for your support to continue providing our informative programming through our various media platforms. To make a donation, visit the Whitney E. Johnson site at www.wejfoundation.org or you can reach us at 631-521-7699 for more information. And as a reminder, all donations given are tax deductible. On behalf of the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation, we thank you for listening and your support. All About Us Radio is sponsored by Roger and Shavonna Johnson and the Whitney E. Johnson Foundation. You can like us on Facebook at All About Us Radio Media Group or follow us on Instagram at CJAAUTV Radio. Also, check out our website at www.wejfoundation.org or give us a call at 631-521-7699. Thank you for tuning in to All About Us Radio.